This episode is brought to you by The Harrier. The Harrier creates streetwear apparel that goes beyond the typical running apparel on the market. They incorporate pop culture, fashion, history and running and have recently added a Your Move Centro shirt to the store. If you've ever wanted to capture moments of history within the sport, then the Harrier's products are a great way to do that. They have iconic designs such as Drip Chogi, King Pri and a Bet on Women t-shirt. Check them out at theharrier.com, which is the link in our description. We're pleased to announce the Harrier have been generous enough to give us their own discount code. So if you use Traxa20 at checkout, you get 20% off your order. That's Traxa20, T-R-A-C-K-S-T-A-A-2-0. Thank you, Harrier, and back to the podcast. And that was my first ad read ever, and I'm apologising to Harrier and anyone else who's listening if that was absolutely terrible for some reason. I'm really bad at reading off my phone. I did get to say what I wanted about it, and to be honest just off the top of my head, so I'm not worried about like if this like has stutters or anything. The Harrier's an amazing site and the things they do, and it's just a great way of driving the sport forward. Like If anybody ever wants a t-shirt of any moments in history, in running history that is, they've pretty much got a t-shirt for it. And even if you want some serial of Centrowitz's face on, uh, I think that's called Centros or something along those lines, then they sell that too. So they sell everything that you could ever think of. Um, so yeah, definitely go and check them out, and you will be you will be extremely impressed with what they have to offer. And with the discount code, what what can go wrong? So yeah, thank you, Harrier, again, and this time it will be back onto the podcast. Hello, hello. I, hello. I, I, I feel like when we're on a podcast, it's not the same as others because I can't really do an introduction and sort of ask how you've been because we were just on a clubhouse call for two hours and we speak all the time, so. Yeah, I, I guess for the listeners, how how have you been? Hold on, we'll restart that. I just don't want to. Okay, I've been I've been good, man. I just know I'm just getting these text noties right now, so it's spamming. It's probably gonna go through oh. it. You I you and the Oregon boys are so disrespectful. Like you come on my podcast and have notifications on. You comment <laughs> on people's posts. Dis- disrespectful things. It's <laughs> getting a bit out of hand. Yeah, man. Oh, dude. I... It's it's been a it's been wild. I mean, I really haven't had any. I've just been sitting back and watching. I really haven't. I've been sidelined for this one. I wasn't in Arkansas for the race. wasn't in the comments. Uh, but I think somehow people are still asking me a lot of questions. Which, I mean, to my, uh, I don't even know what I was going to say. But yeah, for me, it's like I don't I don't know, man. I'm not the I'm not the guy to talk to. I know uh, for for those guys. I mean, I just think that that was like i guess the main point was that was such a breakthrough like performance in in terms of the running i don't think anyone's grasped how fast it actually was yet well i have because i spend hours at night thinking about it instead of sleeping because <laughs> it's it's insanely fast no it's, it's ridiculously fast i think if you look at the all-time list like what is it seventh and eighth full time yeah I think source six and seven, something like that. The, uh, it's it's just wild too, man. And it's it's really just getting started. But I think that with the, I think that was already like, they were the talk of the track and field world. And then you sprinkle the beef on top with Centrowitz. And then it, that just takes it to a whole nother level of, I don't know. I think it's metaphorically, the, the new generation has made their mark and the old generation got kicked out. Yo, I'm sure you love that being the, I guess being the face of the new generation, and also I like—I'm not sure if you deliberately did this, but Joe, when you said sprinkle a little beef, oh so yeah, you think sprinkle on beef is a 
cilantro or however you pronounce it. (laughs) The, uh, he's laughing in the background. The, uh, yeah, man, I think it's, it's just, it's crazy, dude. It's, I don't know. I think things are like, I think there was a big shift in the culture the past week, just even in with how fast everyone else is running in the, the, the other times, like, I don't know, uh, the new balance or not. Yeah. The new balance indoor grand Prix meet, like that showed like across all levels, like people are really performing and it's like, people are just amped to race right now and to watch races. And it was a great, great weekend for track and field, but excited to see what happens in the future. I think, I don't know. There's just going to be a lot of stuff. And that clubhouse talk was, was interesting too. I definitely think I definitely wanted to come in with some hot takes, but the, uh, so many people were talking, it was hard to get a word out. Yeah. If anyone was on that clubhouse, I'd just like to apologize. I probably need to get better at managing the room and not letting as many people in. Um, I I just wanted to hear what everyone has to say, but like, I find it funny when you basically just shot someone down for something like you. I didn't like want to be rude, but the guy was going in there acting like, gambling was like the one-stop shop to fix track and field and it's like no it's not well also there was just so many people in there where it's like I don't know that the Aaron Potts man that kid was spitting he was and I mean also I maybe it was a little narrow-minded because he was agreeing with what I was saying but uh just like there's too much focus on like big tv and and these big companies but it's like it's not going to do any difference you have to force their hand and, and make them come to you it's not like, I don't know. It's not, you can't wait on them. Like, oh, what's USATF going to do to change this sport? It's like, eh, nothing. <laughs> it's like, or, or what is World Athletics going to do? It's what are we going to do as like a collective community? Because like he was saying, they're all in their bag no matter what. But, you know, they're not going to change anything. They're living fine. But I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting time to be in the sport for sure. Yeah, it is. And I, I want to move on from this clubhouse because a lot of people probably don't even know what it is. But I found it funny how we had like, like there's us on a call and then we had the head of coaching at Nike running. Yeah. And then yeah, like, super random. the head of in, Nike influencers and then like people like Sam Parsons, Emma Abramson. Do you know who was on there? Max Resinger. Do you know who he is? Mm-mm. So he's this YouTuber. He's got like, I think he's got like 200K. And yeah. I watched those videos and he's, he's transitioned. He's more of like an entrepreneur type of thing, but he's like, I watch all his videos and it was crazy to see him in them there. And then Colin quickly jumped on for a bit. And it's just like, how is this actually happening? Like it's weird. Tracks the man, tracks just taken over. Well, it made me feel some sense of, uh, I feel like a God on there. Do you, know when you, do you know when you own the room and it's like, yes, everyone has joined a tracks the room. It's just crazy. Like I'm still in a bit in awe about it. And, I think the thing with Clubhouse is there's so many ideas what can get said on it. And obviously there's probably some conflicting ideas on that call because of different demographics, different types of experiences within the sport. But like some people you can like network with and like learn from is great to see. So Yeah, I think I think that's like the main like benefit of of that app is like just being able to network with with people and you know really like I wouldn't even say network because I hate that word, but like, I don't know, just share ideas. I think everyone, everyone is like, I don't know. It's, it's cool. And like being able to talk all in one place. No, I, I find it. 
I find it funny how an app can bring us together like that, though, because we could have so easily jumped in a Zoom. Yeah. That that people and just like just talked about it. Yeah. And no one ever did. And now there's Clubhouse and everyone's just all of a sudden jumping on calls and talking about things. It's it's weird, but I guess that's what happens. Um, Social media, man, the power of the internet. I uh, wanted to speak to you a bit about the magazine, if that's okay. Because Yeah, go for it. No, it's not okay. No, yeah, it's fine. This is what I wanted to have in the Clubhouse for, was to talk about business side of things. How has the last three days been for you in terms of magazine shipping and t-shirt shipping and magazine sales and stuff because i think a lot of people underappreciate how much effort it takes to do that dude i spent like three hours last night packing orders and i only i packed like 1300 orders or not 1300 130 orders last night and i still have like almost 100 more and it's like dude i'll show you right here but it's just like look at geez oh wait yeah need to get better at working this camera. See, you've just got to imagine, obviously no one can see this on the podcast, just imagine a lot of... Uh, a wall lined up with, with packages. Just got to imagine though, Ben, just imagine their, their $25 notes, even though that's not a note. Just imagine their just money instead. Nah, no, man, I mean, it's... I'm almost like, literally almost all the money I make is is going back into the magazine and, and, and whatnot, which is... Uh, can't get rich just yet. <laughs> Gotta grow it first so that way when the when the time does come, you can reap the rewards. But I think that will be further down the road probably. But yeah, it's been been good. Just already working on the March one. So that'll be fun. Gotta write up this this article probably tonight and get it edited and whatnot. But but yeah, just been very busy in school, man. Like I still do a lot of school work, <laughs> which is like like I haven't even touched my, I did a lot of it yesterday, but I haven't even touched the majority of it uh, for today yet, which is like, I'm just like thinking I was, before we hopped on this, I was like, damn, I really got to do like these two assignments and like this online, like web work, like it's going to suck. You're pretty much like Elon Musk at this point with everything you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, pretty much. I don't know. I like a mix between him and Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos, essentially. <laughs> pretty much. And then, then obviously you've got to throw in top of that. Uh, starting from next week, free YouTube videos a week as well, which exactly, dude. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see when when all the YouTube stuff does come back. And I, you know, working on some merch. I'll share these with you. Yeah, dude. Just I don't know. I think this this weekend in track has just been a a huge paradigm shift almost between the old generation of the sport and the new, especially kind of capping it off with the with those guys running that fast and then the the beef with centro it's like and how everyone was just taking the younger guy's side um it's just i don't know i think it's people are like they're ready for something new yeah i find it funny how like pace um prototypes of the gram got involved because they're generally sort of the older person type of uh Mm -hmm. content and they like they shared it and i was like this is like the first mainstream bit of drama that's actually hit the niche. like the massive- Everywhere. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, this is, that's, I would definitely agree with that. This is like, I mean, there was like that Craig angles, like Josh Thompson, like thing, but it's like, that was like, that blew over. So like that wasn't on any scale what no. this is now. Um, and I think, you know, like, yeah, it's really the first like 
mainstream piece of of beef or or drama stuff like that 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 really hit across all sides which i think is huge and like is uh something that you know and when you're looking at in terms of like first to happen i think it's definitely like I don't know, in recent memory, at least for me, like this is the only time that stuff like this has happened. But now it's like, okay, are people going to feel more inclined to go do this in the future and say like, hey, it's okay to, you know, call people out into to beef and to do these kind of things because this is what the people love it. Like those comments have like three, four or 500 likes on them. Like it's people, it's all people have been talking about. There's meme pages sprouting up left and right, posting stuff about it. It's beautiful to see, man. It's beautiful. Yeah, I find it funny because obviously we shared quite a lot of stories on it and I was looking at my story views and there's so many people who don't follow me who were just you know, like going onto my profile to check up what that was happening. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like, well, Oregon, like, oh, like, wait, what were you going to say? Oregon Track and Field don't follow me, but then they were in all my story views just mm-hmm. obviously watching it, keeping tabs well, on what's being said. Well, it's just like so funny too because it's like, people would ask me, they're like, where can I find this? We're like, literally just go to the tracks to page. Like it's there. Like it's, that's where you're going to find it. And I think that's, you know, like runner space and flow track would never dare post about stuff like that. Cause it's not newsworthy, but it's like, bro, then why is everyone talking about it? It's not newsworthy. I don't know. And it's also like, they don't care. They don't have any stake in it, but for all the younger people, it's like, yes, we love this. Like, this is what we want to see. Like I, I don't know how it's going to happen and I don't know when it'll happen. I don't know if it'll happen, but I think the people who were on the other side of the fence of that drama and thought that Carter was being disrespectful, I don't know how they're going to get around how the sport is going to grow. Now it's changing. It, like, worries, yeah. it worries me that they found that disrespectful. <laughs> well, because even the thing, it's like he couldn't, like that's the best part about this is these guys are getting so many followers and like the buzz, but it's like, they literally did nothing. Like Cooper's got dragged into all of this and he literally didn't like, he was like, Sandra just dragged him into it. It wasn't even like he was, you know, like in the comments, like chirping at him or whatnot. Cole Hawker didn't say a word, didn't even like a comment. Carter literally just commented two words. Like it's, it's not a, it's like almost a best case scenario where it's like people are, like just taking their side and, and they're reaping the benefits of it and they really didn't do anything yeah it, it did kind of pan out well because i feel like centro sort of um i don't know said a few things what probably was a bit dramatic in terms of the context of what was said just, i would say i mean you don't know it at the time but i probably dug himself a grave yeah well i mean i mean though as well like, i i love centro um yeah I no, I think, yeah i don't think anyone i mean i can't speak other people for me it's like hopefully this doesn't discourage him he gets back up in this i'm sure he doesn't care but you know for any off chance that he's listening to this centro get back in the saddle and go talk some more shit because it's what we need uh but yeah dude it's just very very interesting like turn of events in the last several hours yeah well First I'm, couple days. I'm definitely gonna make a youtube video on it tomorrow uh yeah might be it might be a day late to it, but I wanted to get all the information together before I did it. So yeah, hopefully it's still relevant tomorrow and not flies over straight away like the uh, Josh Thompson Craig Angles one. No, I think this one's already. I think it's I think it's definitely on the way out, but I think that you know you do it before the weekend, you'll be fine. Exactly, because that, that that beef did. You are right. That did die out considerably faster compared to this. And also, when we posted about that beef, it didn't get nowhere near as much hype as this one's getting. Yeah. probably 
down to the fact that Cooper and Cole have appeared on your YouTube channel. Yeah, and the fact they also just ran 350 in the mile. I think That's it's helpful. a, I think it's, well, because they were already the talk of the town. And then it's, you know, then you just add this on top of it. And it's like, oh, like, it's like you take the biggest names in the sport at that moment and throw in a little drama. Sheesh, you never know what's going to happen. I think that's the best thing, isn't it? Like people talk about like, oh, people who are the fastest don't need to say anything because they just let the times prove it. But when you're the fastest and you still say it, it's sort of like best of both worlds. Exactly, dude. And they didn't even say anything either. Imagine if they would have like called somebody out. I mean, cilantro was pretty decent. Yeah, it was, but I, yeah, this dude. See, I don't even get that because I've never heard the word cilantro and I had to look it up. Oh. <laughs> I was speaking to Craig Engels about it, and he said how cilantro was absolutely genius. And I was like, "Why? I don't, I don't understand." Um, and it's a herb. Is it like coriander? To anyone listening in the UK, it's like just like I don't know, it's just a herb. Like you sprinkle it on on top of food. I think it's like, like a double entendre to infer that he was being salty because that's also a seasoning. You know, lots of ways to look at. It. If anyone wants to conspiracy. Please down the rabbit hole of that. Um, I actually forgot what I was about to say. I had something in my mind, and then I got sidetracked by this beef. Um, God, I was going to say something which I can't remember, and it's really annoying me. Can you waffle for a second? Uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of what to say, man. I'm just looking at this desk I'm sitting at, and there's just all this shipping stuff, man. I really don't want to have to ship it all out, but I have to. Anyone's listening to this, just like, I don't know when this will be up. Hopefully you get your product by then, but I'm doing it. You know, it's a one-man army out here uh, shipping everything. And it's it's tough, man. <laughs> it's it's hard. It's real real work. The uh, I can only imagine what the people working at the Amazon <laughs> centers and stuff have to go through. This shit sucks. Yeah, and you've now got it as your career. So look at you. Sick. It's awesome, man. No, but I mean, at the same time, though, doing it, it's like, I can't help but be happy because it's like, it's like, I made money off it. I'm creating a product. It's like, this is, but there could be so many worse things going on. This is not a ish, real issue at all. How much money did you make? I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, not enough, man. Uh, enough to, enough to pay for the shipping. I'll say that. That's why I didn't actually, normally I would have packed the orders the same day, but I was down to like, a very small amount of my bank account so i couldn't afford to buy all the, the shipping is expensive dude like it's like hundreds and hundreds of dollars for to ship out everything which is sucks but at the same time like you gotta ship it that's true that's why we're waiting on releasing t-shirts because like there's no way we can ship to america at the minute feasibly yeah right. feasibly. i don't know i'm shipping to the uk but i know i have so many more products if i could though that's the thing but it's like i don't know how I think I need to speak to uh, Avery Bartlett about it. I think he's the one who's. I think he's the one who's done it. Yeah, yeah, he has. So yeah, I need to speak to him because I have literally no clue. So, literally, the, the t-shirts are ready. Like we've got the final design for ours, and we're like, we're not releasing them because why would we release them? It's different for you because a lot of your audience is also in the US. It's like you can get a lot, whereas if ours is spread out the way it is, like we can't. Yeah. Like we can't say, "Oh, UK guys, here you are." There's a t-shirt. I was thinking about this the other day, or even this morning, because there was that comment of that British guy who ran like 143.2. Um, yeah. And it's like, someone was like, oh, like, 
need to put like Ben Crawford onto this guy. And it's, I think that's like the beautiful thing about tracks is it's like, it truly is like world track and field. It's not just America. Like you guys, like you're tuned into to everything. And yeah. like, which I think is like a, just in, something that's like intangible, like you can't not do it, but it's hard because most people only really know about American stuff. Granted that they're from America, but you know, you know it all. I think that's something that we're, as, as tracks that we're going to carry on doing, just try and really, just implement the world. and just try and include as much as possible. And I think also, that's smart. moving forward, I am going to get into with a few other people, a UK based one as well, just because it's, there's nothing here. Yeah. Um, hopefully we can speak a lot more and obviously it'd be handy if I can get Traxxas to have the rights to all the content and stuff as well. So I can share it through Traxxas to promote it and also share the content because it's, content i'm sure you know it was just like tracks to underscore uk yeah literally that's something to think about as well i don't i don't know i get i get i kind of like the idea of how flow track and mile split are the same but also like different i don't know how they're different actually maybe you can give me a mile split just goes high school flow track goes college and pro really is that is that so we'd basically do like tracks that does everything like globally and then i guess we don't really do sprints and field which i hate but i kind of want to but i don't know how um, and then this other thing will try and encompass everything UK related. So like yeah. Prince and Field in the UK as well. But but I, this, the point you just said though, you just said that British guy is just from 140, 143, that British guy. You should know his name. That's exactly. What's his name? Elliot something? Elliot Giles, yeah. I was going to say Grimes, but... That's the sport we're in. Like no one would, like say yeah. for example... LeBron James scored 60 points in a game. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to use a reference here. Right, right. Probably not. Everyone knows who Hoplon Brazier are. Exactly. If Brazier, like when Brazier ran 144 and got the American record, everyone knew that Brazier just ran 144 and got the American record. And Elliot Giles has just run half a second quicker than Brazier ever has indoors. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Well, hey, man, there's a market. There's a market for it. The, uh, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think going to that that austin meeting a week and a half are you making actually, a youtube out of that yeah i'm making a youtube video out of it i'll make a couple definitely actually probably a, a good amount of youtube videos out of it the same trying. the same context different. as before or different. different yeah different i got a, i got a little something up my sleeve plan that i'll tell you about later but uh it'll be it'll be good i think people are really going to like it I do like I that post race interview thing though you do as well. I really like. I think it, I think it's going to be different. I think it's going to be different. It'll still encompass some of that, but it's going to be a lot more racing and a lot more. Screw it, I'll just say it now. It's going to be like that that style of how I filmed like those run videos where it's like a mile by a mile type thing. I couldn't do it at the Sound Running Meet because the rights to the meet were owned by Runner Space. But Chris Chavez and Sidious Mag, shout out to them, were just like, dude, use whatever like content like you want like there's no limit on it so i think i'm really just going to do like a a real like race recap type thing where it's like every lap shows the splits like shows the people and it's like talking to the people in the race so it's really the same vibe as one of those run videos but it's at a race you could literally make like six videos out of that as well that's what i'm thinking like what content you get and, and you can title it just like 140 or like 13 15 5k and people are going to click on it and it's just going to be like it'll be good i don't know i'm excited for it i'm excited to see how it goes and i think that could definitely be a, a mold for the a blueprint for the future but yeah it'll be it'll be cool to to see hopefully people tune in and hopefully i might i might honestly break out a vlog or two just of like a travel because I, I think if, if like i'm a big fan of this longer form like documentary style content but if you like 
say that event, it's the pre-event before you even get there. And then for each event, you have the interviews and the race footage. So then you can literally have different videos for each one. And it's like, if you have any pre-race interviews, then the race and then post-race interviews for that specific race. Mm-hmm. And then like after the event as well, I feel like so much content that is actually really like enjoyable to watch that you might as yeah. well do as much yeah. as you I'm just, Yeah, I'm just looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to just trying something new and trying something different, but we'll see. And then I think hopefully it, that allows me to p- start picking stuff back up as we get closer to summer. But yeah, because the YouTube channel is far from dead. I think about it a lot, but well, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to upload. I'm not going to upload content that's not up to par with my old content. I will say that. Well, that's what I think. I think a lot of people sometimes. I'm not going to say you overperform, but you you were so fast to come up to the top. Yeah, it's almost impossible to withstand that's like sustain that for all year. Exactly, and it's and it's and that's why it was like such the perfect conditions to do so as well. And it's like I can't like those videos. I'll go back and watch them. It's like those videos are classic, man. Like they like hit the same as when I first watched them the first time. And it's like they're still just as good. And it's like okay, well, I want to keep making videos like that. I don't want to make something where after you watch it once, you never want to watch it again. Yeah, and so yeah, it's, that's the thing. Like you want to watch stuff what appeals to the like our audience i'm going to tell a story here what's i haven't said obviously i've spoken to you about a few times but like you want to you want to make content what gets people attracted to the sport and like so my someone i work with came up to me because he found out that i was doing running and he literally was like told me he got into running basically by watching ben crawford's youtube channel like just think how weird that is then that's the type of content what's going to drive yeah, i had to comment i got a comment on one of the videos the other day where it's like like you need to post more videos. I stopped running since you stopped uploading. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> just keep running. But that's the thing though, seeing you, seeing your videos probably inspires people to even see what Cooper's doing, see what, or even see what you're doing and inspire people to do the same as you. It's like, it's a big sort of just like proof that you can do it as well if someone else is doing it. Yeah, I got I got a long way to go on this magazine stuff, man. I'm still like, this is still, I, I think the baby baby stages. I, I'd give it, say, June or July by the time I think it'll be where I want it to be. But you know, it's all about getting there. And I, I just want it to be something that I can, not that I'm not proud of it now, but I want it to really be something that just like stands alone and is so different from from everything else. And there's still a, a lot of stuff I have to do and a lot of refining, but you know, it'll get there. And I'm lucky I got people that are still going to buy them and rock with me on the way. So that's all that's all you can ask for. I think having your own sort of identity in terms of like something different, like I, I guess the YouTube is different as well, but you're like that magazine is like yeah. set, setting you apart from everyone else sort of. Hopefully. And that, that's, I'm trying to find that sort of thing at the minute. And I'm actually, I think yours is just being the, the new age, like news, like whether it be like tracks just grown so fast where it's like, it's literally like a runner space or a flow track, but it's for the new age of the sport. And yeah. I think some people tune to it, tune into it now to, to see stuff. And it's, I think it, it is, you know, the sky's the limit, but I think you're on the right path for sure. Yeah, I, I think originally what I wanted to do with it was have it as a, like a really flow track, flow track-esque thing. Mm-hmm. And now I'm sort of like, flow track's great in some sense of the information, but like, Total running, the things total running productions do, the things you do, the things like Citius Mag do, I kind of want to encompass all of that. Um, yeah. Because, like, I don't just want to set on one thing. And at the minute, yeah, I feel like it's one of them where 
and you, like you, Joe, you said you're investing a lot of money back in from the magazine. I need to get something what's going to be an earner of money. Yeah, I feel I feel that. Reinvest it. And I think the first thing for me would be to outsource work to people who I, I've speak to, I'm speaking to a few now and they're very promising people, but it's like the only thing I can outsource really is YouTube because that's the only way place I make money. But yeah. if I can outsource articles, even if, even if I'm making a loss on the article side of things, um, but if I have enough money to be able to outsource those articles or outsource news, mm-hmm. that's what's going to drive the sport and also eventually catch up and then start earning money as well in its own sense. But oh, yeah, I, I totally agree. It's just you've got to, like, I've got, I need to sort of take a step back and think like what I need to do for Trackster is not probably going to be exactly what I enjoy doing all the time. Like what I want to do, obviously I am going to do it because I really want to do it is to do like, come out, film the content and stuff like that. Um, but I think if I want to be able to do that, I need to get it established so I can have other people doing the things what it yeah, also and I, think, do. I don't know. I think once once you come out to America, things are going to shift and change. I need, to, I need to stop speaking about it until I'm there because day by day, I, uh, I get more on edge about coming out as in like, I just want to do it now. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I think it'll come together. I have faith. Zero sense to me to go out now. Because it's like, I don't know, it's like you, you don't want to come out and then have there not be anything, you know? Exactly. Like you gotta like you gotta come out like when the meets are and like when uh like when stuff's gonna be really firing, like the Portland Track Fest, NCAAs, all that kind of stuff. And I think, yeah, and then our our little content, our runs will just be a, an added bonus. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to cook something up new and fresh as well, just to sort oh, of yeah. break, we will. break break the internet a bit. And I also yeah. think like writing fake emails and fake letters and posting through runners' doors and pretending to be from a different runner and trying to get <laughs> beef. That's something we could be doing as well because I don't know, that's it's cool. fun to ride the wave of beef, isn't it? So yeah, it is. It is. And I think too, like, I don't know. It's just funny because it's all like it's the internet, man. It's not like some real place. It's like like people are just behind a screen like it's wild yeah but it's crazy where it's come from like i don't want to go back to this clubhouse but like we were all just behind a screen all across the world i guess in the us and uk like literally the names on that clubhouse were insane and that wasn't even half of it so like the fact that we can do this wows it makes me think if if i know if COVID hadn't been a thing, would we have had a clubhouse and would we have had those interactions and would we be here now? So. But obviously you can't just say, I guess, I guess in the end of the day it's happened. And I guess with people say it's all part of a bigger picture, isn't it? Um, it is. But I mean, it's just crazy to think how things would have been differently maybe in the last year if it hadn't been the way it is, has been. Yeah. yeah, no, I I mean, the YouTube probably wouldn't have, everything happens for a reason. And like yeah. Cooper and Cole are going to go to the Olympics this year. They wouldn't have gone last year, so you know it's it's different. True, true. Hopefully they go to the Olympics. Well, I think it's I think there's a high possibility with the way things are going because in US, I'm guessing I guess it's good to speak on these actually because like they are the trending topics at the minute. But like, would they go for 15? Would Cole go for 15? Cooper go for five? What, Honestly, what? I have no idea now. I would I would have guessed 5K, but I <laughs> like. Oh, why not both well see, i follow an account called the running statistician and they yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and it was saying cooper's in uh 30 31 shape and like 30 no two shape or something 
Yeah, that's my next thing. When's he going to break 13? So it's like, if he does that, but it's also crazy to think that he lost to Louise a few months ago. In December. Like, what? I can't imagine yeah. losing to Louise now. Or is that yeah. me being biased based off recent events? Yeah, but, I don't know. who knows? Surely the way he's been racing, he wouldn't lose to Louise. And if he yeah. did, Louise is... Louise is going to have to run something pretty stinky. Yeah, but he probably... He, he, it'd be great to see that as well. Cause... Yeah, I'm excited for that. And... Who do you think is going to win? Um, are they doing national cross? No, no, they're just doing track. So, who do you think is going to win out of NAU and BYU? Then, NAU, do you think? Yeah, I don't actually, I don't know. I don't know. BYU, I don't know, man. It's going to be a close one because BYU guys just ran fast too. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it depends on those. I guess they always say this those are fourth and fifth and sixth. Yeah, I definitely think so. Yeah. And I think NAU might be a little deeper, but also BYU might be just as deep. I don't really know that much about either like enough to be like, oh, this bird, like that's like definitely going to be their four or their five or their six. But yeah, well, BYU have the 30 year olds to their advantage. (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, they got Nico Young over at NAU running against 24, 25 year old Connor Mance. No, I think he's like 23. I think he's like 23. But still, it's crazy. I heard James West is going to BYU this next year as well. You fit right in, man. He'd probably be one of the younger guys on the team, too. Yeah, he would be. Uh, it's not. It'll be curious. Dude, that's also people forget that Oregon still has freaking James West. Like, Yeah, I, I saw a comment saying, like, it's not. it wasn't about James West, but it was after Reed ran 356. And it was like Reed Brown fighting for his life for that DMR spot. Seriously, and then it's like, just imagine if James had indoor eligibility. Imagine if Jackson Messler had indoor eligibility. These guys are all both sub four milers in their own. They have what eight sub four milers right now, maybe nine. Like that's insane. That's literally insane. I think that DMR record is going to go again very soon. Like, yeah, really soon. Because like, if you get Charlie on the eight running the faster eight again, like if you actually get them some competition, which I don't think it will be, <laughs> but like, it's I don't know because. And yeah, it's an all distance DMR too. That their 400 runner Luis is an 800 guy. Luis has got some great range. Like when yeah. he takes that mile, um, you know, for Charlie and mm-hmm. Reed and Everett Smolders, he looks so comfortable going through and like 220 something through the K. And I was like, damn, you've just found yeah, a man, I'm just, I'm, I don't think enough people are talking about that Ole Miss thing either because that was like, any other year that would have gotten a lot of attention that they put four under four and they're 55, 56, 58, 59. But it's like, that's crazy, bro. Like I would have been the number 55 would have been the number one or two time in the nation last year. Has that ever happened? What all missed it? Has it ever no, happened? They had, I don't, uh, maybe, I don't know. But I guess Oregon sort of did it as well. But... Maybe, but yeah, but they had, I mean, I'm sure in history, someone's done it, but they also like before that race, they only had four sub four milers and they put four under in the same race. That is insane. But I guess yeah. as well, what Oregon, what you guys did uh, in the mile, I know there's only three of you in it, but like first all-time NCAA, second all-time NCAA, and then what, fifth or fourth? Yeah, Some, yeah and then Charlie's. Which is just like crazy. And then Charlie running 145 the, the next day is just absolutely. He's gotten the Australian indoor mile and 800 national record too, which is just absolutely ludicrous. So hopefully he makes the games. And with the Australian athletes at the minute as well to get those records is ridiculous. Charlie and, and Morgan, dude. That's, that's a new wave of Australian. Like Stu McSwain and Matt Ramsden as well. Like they, they, yeah. they have a chance to get these records and, you know, 
as we it's see. loaded, man. It's loaded. Something I'm very shocked with what hasn't absolutely blown up is Hobbs Kessler. Like how yeah. how hasn't that been spoken about more? I don't understand. Yeah, 357's no joke. Um, I don't know. I'm interviewing him for the magazine uh, for March. Got a, a good one coming with him. He's a super nice guy, actually. He's literally just a regular kid. Like, that's the, the wildest part is, like, you think of all these high schoolers who run so fast, and it's like they eat, sleep, breathe running. Like, they have their own coaches. They're very distant from their teams, but he's, like, the opposite of all of that. Like, yeah, he's coached by Ron Warhurst. Uh, Nick Willis is coached, but he still does everything with his team. He's still, like... Like he's not putting that in front of him, which I think is like very, very rare and very cool at the same time. Like it's, I don't know. He's just very much like, cause he only really got serious about running about a year ago mm. and he's just, you know, just going, he's going places. He's going places for sure. Ridiculous. Like he's a rock climber as well, isn't he? But like, yeah, yeah. It kind of shows the influence that a coach can have. I think like, I guess all the Oregon athletes are amazing, but I mean, getting them all to run that well at all the, like, the same time, there's a lot to say about the coaches in there as well. Yeah. Which is insane. I feel like when, when we record these podcasts, I'm going to leave this bit in, but it's like, I want to speak about things that we can't include in a podcast. Nope. Yeah. I, there's been a lot of stuff I've been thinking about. I'm just like, I can't say that. The uh, And it's not like not wanting to, you know, sound like, unkosher or something it's just like you just don't want to say that information yeah I, no, not, yeah exactly and it's yeah a lot of the time it's it's not like it's not yours to be spreading around but it's because you know people are going to listen to it and then that becomes like everyone knows it but uh maybe, one day maybe one it's day. secrets to say in the magazine so if anyone's listening and hasn't bought a ben crawford magazine magazine i don't know why i just said ben crawford magazine i meant in fact you do you want to plug it fully uh, I feel like that's yeah, www.newgenerationtf.com. Go buy one. I'm shipping them out. So I'm putting in the work. I'm going to see your order. I'll read your name and make the label out to you. So, yeah. And ben, Ben's going to be handwriting all the letters as well. With, I don't know. I don't I'm, I'm handwriting the mag- each magazine. Yeah. You, you typed one, every single one out individually. So, no copy and paste for me, man. <laughs> You use it, you do it, use it on a typewriter, don't you? And then you uh, like glue the pictures in. You cut out. I use, a, I use a Gutenberg printing press the, uh, for each page. So it takes me two months to make each one now. And yeah. then you stitch the t shirts together. Yeah, I stitch the t-shirts in my basement, just stitching them, sewing them, rocking the sewing machine, and, and yeah, man, screen printing everything. My It's a no, the, uh, the place I go to for the shirts is actually in Eugene, which is nice. Except I've been looking at some Chinese and Pakistan outsourcing just because it's cheaper and I can get literally any design made I want from these factories, which is pretty dope. I think I also suit sort out global shipping as well. Like if you get samples from those factories and then just keep all the stock there and then just ship it straight out because they'll be able to do global shipping easily. Seriously, yeah, actually that's a good point. I'll write that down. That'll be just listen to yeah. the podcast and you you can remember it. Seriously. Listen to it every day. The uh yeah, man. I'm just thinking about how I'm going to get all these envelopes to the mailbox or to the post office, bro. Cause like I, last time I just like put them all in a mailbox, like in one of the, like American people will know what I'm talking about. Like those blue ones on the side of the road. I just put them all in one of those. Um, but for this, like, I'm going to have to schedule a pickup for tomorrow just cause it's, a lot. there's too many of them. And I don't like, I'm just gonna, I can't put them all in a box and put them in my car. Like 
there's like hundreds and hundreds of packages packages but you know. i thought you were hand delivering anyone on the west coast that's what that's yeah, what I get in my car now yeah dude it's it's really cool though to see like some of the states i'm like damn like someone from mississippi just bought this like i don't know anybody in mississippi like that's dope like super random state or like someone from maine like these other just like random u.s states that like are like north dakota i'm like who in north dakota is like tuned into what we're doing but it's it's cool interesting uh, have, you, have you ever looked i guess on our website we don't really post on our website but believe it or not we do actually have a website um looking at the analytics of the countries i think we have had a viewer from like 97 or 8 percent of the countries in the whole world that's wild and i'm like how how is someone from like who from madagascar is is watching my Literally. is looking at is looking at this youtube or this this website it's like, like how did you find out about this you can see like little dots and it's just like one island in the middle of the sea and it's like how, what do you even have internet Mary islands wow yeah dude, that's that's crazy that's like i don't know it's weird to think about, man. The internet's internet's that internet, man. That internet is crazy. Oh, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I think we've had a good enough podcast chat. Man, I gotta go back to shipping these freaking labels and packages. So I'll probably be doing that for another couple hours, and I get to do my homework, and yeah, then I get to print more, and then I get to package more stuff and write more articles and work more. But hey, it'll pay off eventually. Hey, I, I, I write, I write new generation track and field articles for free. So, I mean, come on. Ben, everyone. Ben, ben doesn't ben doesn't pay us properly by the way just saying i know, I know man i i pay i pay matt who's like who edits everything because he actually does like he works just as much as as i do doing all this so it's like i can't i can't get away i'd feel like a dick if i didn't pay him uh it's all for the love of the sport that's why i do it is it is all for the love of the sport that's i i've worked for free many a many a time um but yeah I'll I'll uh, I'll end it there. So thank you guys for listening. If you ha- don't know who Ben Crawford is at this point, I guess if you are listening to this, you do know who Ben Crawford is. But go and check out his uh, socials and stuff, and you might enjoy what you see. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. And thank you, Ben, for coming on. Yeah, no problem, man.